0: Anchor makes it easy for us. We create the content, and Anchor does all the rest of the work. I dig that the most. So, if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to Anchor.fm/start to join the Inhumans and a diverse community of like-minded degenerate podcasters already using Anchor. That's Anchor.fm/start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. You know I'll be listening. The time has come for bad things to win. The time has come for life to begin. The time has come for the biggest challenges that I'm facing in doing this thing is trying not to name names that wouldn't want to be named. I'm working through this mess that is me, and in doing so, I can't help but get personal. In getting personal, I have to talk about things that involve other people. I'm trying to do that without violating my friends and family. I'm not really sure how that's going, but I guess time will tell. I don't really brag and boast much. I'm really only good at a handful of things. Some of my friends have been reaching out to tell me that they really enjoy what I'm doing here. That does make me feel good. That is a good thing. But unfortunately, one of the things that I am good at is ruining good things. I am an Olympic gold medal championship caliber quality ruiner of good things. Try not to do that here. As of what you're hearing right now, I'm five installments into this thing telling all these stories and they're up and they're down and i don't know where any of this is going i know that i don't want you to think that i believe that my life is tragic it's not it's not all tickles and pillow fights but it's not all bad either this thing that i'm doing is not about me complaining about my life i mention a lot what this thing is not about another thing i say a lot is that i'm not always going to tell a story so far i have failed miserably at not telling stories This time, I'm sticking to my guns. Another thing that I say a lot is I get crazy emotional. If you're tired of hearing me say that, then I got some bad news for you. This is definitely not the last time I'm going to be saying it. It's one of the few things in life that I know for sure, so I'm going to keep going back to it if I think it's going to help me get to wherever it is that I'm trying to go. I believe I carry with myself a certain level of wisdom, as unconventional as it may be, but I don't mistake that for me being smart. I'm not a super brain. There are reasons for that, or excuses, whatever. I go into that at a later date. Don't get me wrong, I don't think I'm dumb even though I have done some really, 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 really dumb things, but I don't think I'm like a post-op brain donor or anything like that. Basically, I know enough to know that I don't know shit. I know myself better than anything or anybody in the multiverse, but I still have a lot to learn. What do I know about myself besides the fact that I get crazy emotional? Well, I know that I'm something of an underachiever. Can't fail if you don't try, that's been my motto. Trust me, that is not the way to be. It gets you nowhere. Can't go through life depending on luck. I know that I'm a heterosexual man, you can trust me on that. I might not be your quote unquote typical guy, whatever that is, but if you could see what goes on in my head 25 and a half hours a day, you would never stop slapping me. I know that anxiety is a bitch. I know that I want everybody to be happy. Literally everybody And I know that I'm a spiritual person I know a handful of other things as well, but I what I guess I don't really know is what exactly it is that I'm looking for Yeah, I say I'm searching for my lost soul, but I'm not even really sure what that means How can I expect you to know what that means if I don't even know myself? Glad you're willing to come along on this journey with me because I'm used to keeping things locked up inside my head my own uncomfortable comfort zone. I figure talking through these things, saying it all out loud is gonna help both of us, me and you, really learn who I am. So let's start with the basics. The soul is defined as the spiritual or immaterial part of a human being or animal regarded as immortal. It's one of the definitions that I found. There's a lot of them and they're all basically the same. Another definition is emotional or intellectual energy or intensity, especially as revealed in a work of art or artistic performance. Honestly, I don't think I have a problem there. I'm loaded with that kind of soul. I'm starting to think maybe I don't really know what I'm doing here. Maybe I should adjust my search. I'm going to try two of the top major sources of knowledge on the internet. Wikipedia and Urban Dictionary. Wikipedia says, The soul in many religious, philosophical, and mythological traditions is the incorporeal essence of a living being. You know, to the ancient Greeks, the soul and the psyche were considered to be one and the same. and meant to breathe. It's the thing that makes a thing alive. They said it comprises the mental abilities of a living being. Reason, character, feeling, consciousness, memory, perception, thinking, so on. You get the point. I feel like the ancient Greeks had a pretty firm grasp on what they believed the soul to be, but they also believed that a dude pulled the sun across the sky with the horses, so... Gotta take that into account. Still, for the most part, they were on point with a lot of things, and I really like their stories. Anyway, Wikipedia goes into religious views on the soul, which I'm gonna skip because I'm gonna talk about some things regarding religion in future sessions. I have my own beliefs and personal experiences that I feel may be pretty important for me to talk about here. Don't worry, I never plan to preach here. I have no desire to ever try to convert or recruit anybody to anything or to try to convince anybody to believe anything that I believe. I can't stand it when people try that shit with me, there is no way in hell I would ever pull that shit here. Anyway, Wikipedia goes into philosophical views on the soul, which is all well and good, but honestly, looking at this stuff is feeling a little bit like school, and I didn't like that feeling when I was there the first time, so I'll pass on that. It's probably not telling me what I'm looking for anyway. Besides, it's all right there on Wikipedia. If you feel like there's something in there that I need to know, then you go ahead and isolate that part and let me know. Ah the scientific view, that's something. Wikipedia says the current scientific consensus across all fields is that there is no evidence for the existence of any kind of soul in the traditional sense. Oh no science, you're gonna have to convince me. Many modern scientists such as Julian Mussolino hold that the mind is merely a complex machine that operates on the same physical laws as all other objects in the universe. According to Mussolino, there is currently no scientific evidence whatsoever to support the existence of the soul. He claims there's also considerable evidence that seems to indicate that souls do not exist. I just can't get on board with that. Okay, if you do enough of the math, you could break anything down into an equation. Anything can be reduced to a series of ones and zeros, but as far as I'm concerned, that doesn't make any living thing any less of a soul, no matter what you choose to call it. Parapsychology. Some parapsychologists have attempted to establish by scientific experiment whether a soul separate from the brain exists, a disembodied spirit. It's not what I'm looking for right now, but that's a topic for Bobby Blades and me on The Inhuman Experience. I don't know if this is helping at all. I I guess it's all pretty good information, but unless I'm just not looking at it the right way, I just don't think it's what I'm looking for. Let's try Urban Dictionary. If I don't find answers there, I'm going back to Pornhub. Urban Dictionary says, Even though the eyes are the window to the soul, a lost soul is not always easy to see. I guess that's true so far. A lost soul has had a tragedy so devastating, they find it impossible to give their heart to anyone. Hmm. No, I think I give my heart a little too easily. Maybe that's a big part of the problem. Their sorrow has betrayed their devotion to trust and they have withdrawn. I can agree with parts of that. A lost soul may act certain of themselves and their world, but you'll find they ramble with their words and in turn are heading nowhere. I absolutely do not act certain of myself, but I do ramble and I seem to be heading nowhere. I really don't even know where I'm headed. Anyway, lost souls can be dangerous to themselves and others and can cause harmful memories if not careful. I would never purposely hurt anybody, that's not me, never. A lost soul may create many distractions and will make many excuses, that's fair. A lost soul may frequently exacerbate their life with their choice of intoxicating habits, but this only delays reflection they need to restore. That's not me at all. Only a pure and patient heart can accommodate a lost soul, but it is ultimately only the lost soul who can pull themselves out from under their dark world and learn to let go. Okay, I can agree with that last part. but. The definition doesn't fully describe me. Some parts were dead on, but the parts that were off were way off. I can see how it could accurately describe a person who might be seen as a lost soul. It's just not me. Every person is an individual, though. Let's look at the next one. It says, lost soul. Somebody who has no direction in his or her life. I used to have direction. Now I just want to sit down. I don't know. A lost soul can have many acquaintances, but never any real close friends. No, that's not me. I mean, if my friends aren't my friends, I don't know it, because I'm very much emotionally attached to my acquaintances. Maybe a little too much sometimes. Often a lost soul will long for someone to understand him or her, and because it's hard to understand the mind of a lost soul... Often one will think he or she is mentally unstable, especially in today's culture and society. Yeah. Yeah, again, the, par- the parts that are on are on, but the parts that are off are way off. Let's look at the next one. Lost soul, the part of a cut off or otherwise broken poo that remains inside the rectum. So far, that's probably the most accurate description, but that's not what I'm looking for. Not inserted at lost soul at all. Let's try this last one and hope for the best lost soul someone who doesn't know where they're going or how to get there well damn there it is <laughs> that's me all day stuck the landing urban dictionary i might be interpreting that in a way that's a little different than how it was meant but either way it describes me perfectly i really don't know what more i can say on the subject yeah i don't like to end these things on a downer i mean they say never go to bed angry. I like to offer up at least a little bit of optimism. But I do know where to go from here. I gave you an email address last time asking you to contact me and share your thoughts and feelings. I promptly got hit with responses from some of my friends. I'm not even going to lie. I have no reason to lie here. Every response brought me to tears. When I put out the request, I wasn't looking for praise or fishing for compliments, but... The responses came from my friends, and I'm going to share a few of them with you. In the interest of full disclosure, I didn't think anybody was going to respond at all, so I reached out to my friend Dave Sincere from the WNC network and asked him if he would say a few words for me. He
1: sent me this. Hi, everybody. My name's Dave Sincere. You might know me from the uh, WNC Super Party, and if not... uh... And more importantly, I think, I'm here for my friend Bobby Anthem in his new podcast, In Search of My Lost Soul. I was thinking about why I really connected with this uh, podcast right at the outset, from the very beginning, and I'm still not only connected to it, but becoming more and more connected as well. It's because I understand where Bobby's going and what Bobby's doing, because I've actually had to do something like this myself. And I, yeah, I'll, let me say it. I've had to go in search of my lost soul. And and the thing of it was, and here's the secret, it was never really lost. In my particular case, <clears throat> I had uh, buried it under dump trucks of bullshit. But in that search, you know, what you got to do, I did, had to do what I had to do and go in and uh, find where it was, dig it out, and it's kind of been my responsibility ever since to every day try to scrape a little more of the shit off, just a little bit more. I don't always succeed, but, dude, that's the great part of the journey, and that's why I connect with this podcast so strongly because I understand that this is a an individual, a good friend of mine embarking on a journey, and there is absolutely nothing wrong with going in search of your lost soul. Do yourself a favor because you're actually doing yourself the favor right now. Stay and listen to my friend Bobby Anthems in search of my lost soul. It's real and it's wonderful. Bless y'all. Take it easy.
0: Dave is such a good friend. Again, I wasn't looking for any praise or compliments, but when Dave sent me that message, I knew it came from the heart. I feel like Dave and I have had a special bond since the moment that he and I first interacted. Dave, your encouragement and endorsement mean the world to me. Thank you. also got a message from uh, a friend of mine sent me a text. Just before I made the decision to launch the email address, his feedback was totally unsolicited, and it just meant so much to me, coming from him. I asked him if it would be okay for me to read it here, and he said yes. I told him I would keep him anonymous, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you. This came from Klondike Bill. He said, Bobby, I say this without an ounce of hyperbole. Your solo show is my favorite fucking podcast to listen to. Please don't ever do a Klondike and retire. Klondike has become one of my very best friends. We talk literally just about every day. He is truly one of the blessings that have come from the podcast community for me. I am truly grateful for you, Klondike. Thank you. Now, in response to your message, I'm going to keep doing this for as long as it feels right and as long as it feels necessary. I'm not doing this for entertainment or for something to do, this thing has a purpose. If that purpose reaches the point where it no longer exists, then there will be no reason for me to continue doing this. I have no idea when that might be, could be next year, could be next week, I don't know. I can't do this thing forever and I really wouldn't want to, but I'm just gonna keep doing it for as long as it feels right. Now I got an email. This email came from another friend of mine who I don't get to talk with very often. I listen to him on the various shows that he's a part of. He has been a very loyal supporter of not only this, but everything that Bobby Blades and I have been doing since day one. He got very personal and opened up in a way that probably nobody has ever heard coming from him. I asked him if it would be okay for me to read some of his email here, being that it was so personal and I imagine intended only for me. He gave me his blessing, so I'm going to share this with you. He said, Dear Mr. Anthem, I'm not going to lie. I was excited to hear you throw up an email at the end of your last episode, which I fucking adore, by the way. Your story is fascinating to me as a guy who only knew little things that I learned through listening to The Inhuman Experience and the one time I co-hosted. I feel like I came into the show somewhat fresh and I find myself beyond excited when I see a new one to come out. Hands down, one of my favorite podcasts. That's that's just amazing to me. I, I really appreciate this so much. He goes on to say, I'm especially glad to get your email after the last episode. I feel horrible knowing that I played any size of a role in that whole Twitter thing, especially now after hearing the effect it truly had on you. We may not have ever been super close, but I want you to know that I've always appreciated, admired, and respected you as an artist and as a person, even though I'm horrible at showing or expressing it. And that's all on me. I find it really hard to reach out and open up to people. I talk myself out of a lot of things with excuses like... They don't want to hear from me or whatever other reason I can convince myself of just to avoid anything that would put me in a position to be in a vulnerable situation. Over the years, I don't think I've even opened up to anyone else in the community out of fear of ridicule or whatnot. Even though I'm fully aware I can, I normally just can't. To be honest, maybe the reason why I'm drawn to your show is because I too am an emotional person. I try to play it off like nothing bothers me in real life, and listening to your show has helped me to realize that it's fine to be emotional at times, and I thank you for that. No, man, thank you. Seriously, thank you. P.S., I think episode three was fantastic, by the way, and fuck anyone who says otherwise. (laughs) Your friend, Tyler Fudge. Thank you, Tyler. Seriously, that right there is what this is about and I truly appreciate it. That was Tyler from the Federation and Suplex City Limits, opening up like I have never heard him do before. See, we can't be afraid to let let people know how we feel anymore. We're we're born with all these emotions and these thoughts and these feelings. We could try to act like we don't, but it's just fucking ridiculous. These emotions are a part of us when we try to act like we don't care or that absolutely nothing gets to us all we're doing is lying for whatever reason either to ourselves or to the people around us and what exactly is the point of that i'm not giving anybody any advice here but i'm telling you i'm not going to hide how i feel about anything no matter what those feelings are You can feel however you want to feel about that or call me whatever you want to call me, but I like myself better for it. And honestly, I can't think of anything more important than that. Thank you again to Dave Sincere, Klondike Bill, Tyler Fudge, and all the other people who reached out to me. Thanks to you just for listening to my stupid thoughts. I would like it if you would contact me with your thoughts if you feel so inclined course you can email me at in search of my lost soul at gmail.com write me an email like Tyler or send me a voice message like Papa Dave and as of right now if you feel so inclined you can leave me a voicemail by calling 614-333-9276 the number again is 614-333-9276 you just might appear on an upcoming session in search
1: of my lost soul.